You've tuned in to Naturopathic Earth Radio and Holistic Health News, where you get the latest on medical cover-ups, government malfeasance, toxins being put in our food and home, as well as sound, clean eating principles. We are here to cast a light on what the big sick care industry and its government shills don't want you to know. Don't be a slave to Big Pharma. Break free of the shackles of big food and start your journey now on a long, purposeful life. Become a citizen of naturopathic earth. Here's your host, A. Gregory Luna. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory. And welcome back to another episode of Holistic Health News. Today, we're going to delve into the land of the mental health and early childhood trauma. These are two things that I have a special part of my heart for, especially the childhood trauma. I do have that podcast called Confessions of an Obese Child, where we talk about how early childhood trauma can be linked to later addictions and coping mechanisms and dysfunctions. And in that particular podcast, of course, has to do with dysfunctional eating. And we have a prior Holistic Health News episode about early childhood trauma as well. So Today we're going to talk about borderline personality disorder has strongest link to childhood trauma. And a lot of this is is going to make sense. People with borderline personality disorder are 13 times more likely to report childhood trauma than people without any mental health problems, according to the University of Manchester research. 13 times more likely to report childhood trauma. The analysis of data from 42 international studies over 5,000 people, 5,000 people, it's a big study, pretty big showed that 71% of people who were diagnosed with the serious health condition reported at least one traumatic childhood experience. I wonder what, what do they classify as a traumatic experience. The study was carried out by researchers at the University of Manchester in collaboration with Greater Manchester Mental Health NHS Foundation Trust and the Spectrum Center for Mental Health Research, Lancaster University. It is published in the journal Acta Psychiatrica Scandinavia. Let me try that again. Acta Psychiatrica Scandinavia. So this was a British study. In the latest of a series of meta-analysis by the team on the effects of childhood trauma and adult mental health, they showed as much more likely to be associated with BPD, borderline personality, than mood disorders, psychosis, or other personality disorders. Okay, so early childhood trauma, early childhood trauma is going to be more likely associated with BPD as opposed to, let's say, antisocial personality disorder, narcissistic personality disorder, histrionic personality disorder, and so forth. The most common form of adverse experience reported by people with BPD was physical neglect, 48%, followed by emotional abuse, 42%, followed by physical abuse, 36%, sexual abuse, 32%, emotional neglect at 25%. So let's review that. The most common reasons that people had this 13 times higher rate of getting borderline personality disorder was physical neglect, emotional abuse, physical abuse, sexual abuse, and emotional neglect. And I'm sure with some of these people, it was a combination of all of them. You know, it's probably all of them. It's so sad. It is so sad because you think of children, you know, they're tabula rasa, they're a clean slate, as Aristotle said. And I mean, look at a sweet two-year-old when they're not having their terrible twos, but look at a sweet two-year-old and you think their whole life's ahead of them. And then we mess them up. We're just supposed to safeguard these children. It's, it's so sad. Borderline personality disorder is often a debilitating mental health problem that makes it hard for someone to control their emotions and their impulses. 
The disorder often linked to self-harm and substance abuse is hard to treat and associated with significant costs to sufferers and society as a whole. Some of the characteristics of this condition, such as experiencing extreme overwhelming emotions over what might be seen to others as a minor issue, are common, but become chronic and exaggerated after childhood trauma. So let me go through some of the, the typical like features of BPD. So BPD is at what we it's, it's under the umbrella of the cluster B personality disorders. There's cluster A, cluster C, and cluster B also includes narcissism, histrionic, uh, antisocial, and some other ones. So borderline, I guess the best way we can classify borderline is through Hollywood movies, right? Because Hollywood, we we watch movies. So Fatal Attraction, the old '80s movie with Michael Douglas and Glenn Close. Uh, you look at movies like Obsessed with Beyonce. Uh, and Idris Elba, uh, The Roommate, Single White Female, The Boy Next Door with Jennifer Lopez. Those are borderline. So we, we commonly see borderline in movies seen as the stalker. If I can't have you, nobody can. And sometimes people with BPD can be that way. But most of the time they have a total or realized or fear of abandonment. They have volatile mood swings they ha- engage in high risk behavior. Uh, they can be very manic and then, you know, very high and happy and then very depressed, kind of like bipolar. Um, they can feign suicidal gestures in order to keep somebody. So, a lot of the cluster Bs, what they'll do is at the beginning, they love bomb, which means they're going to put a facade. So, you don't know that they have these issues. And uh, they can seem pretty normal because when you first meet people, you're not really meeting them, you're meeting their ambassador, right? But as you get to know them, they can't always maintain this, this facade, this visage. So, they will start showing their true colors. And they'll be controlling and possessive and moody and volatile. And then when somebody tries to leave them, it triggers that fear of abandonment that they have that they probably got when they were children. And that's when they start doing the the either feign suicidal gestures, right? I'll kill myself if you leave. Or they'll lash out at you or they'll lash out at your family if they find out that your family are the ones who are telling uh, you to leave him. And it can get really bad. But not everybody with BPD does the, what we, the Hollywood stalker kind of thing. That's more of the Hollywood thing. But it can happen. It can happen. But it is true that BPD is very hard to control. It's very hard to treat. Uh, it's it's a tough it's a tough mental health disorder. I I probably wouldn't put it up there with schizophrenia, which is probably the hardest. And that's typically characterized as hearing voices and seeing things that aren't there. All right, so let's continue here. Dr. Filippo Varese from the University of Manchester said, "Quote: During childhood and adolescence, our brain is still undergoing considerable development." We are also refining strategies to deal with the challenges of everyday life and the negative feelings that come with them. In some people who have experienced chronic, overwhelming stress in childhood, it is likely that these responses do not develop in the same way. People can become more sensitive to normal stress, you know, stress normal, quote-unquote, like things that we could deal with day in, day out, but the BPDs, uh, the early childhood trauma people can't. They are sometimes unable to deal with intense negative thoughts and feelings, and they might resort to dangerous or unhelpful measures to feel better, such as taking drugs or self-harming. This can lead to various mental health difficulties, including the problems commonly seen in people who have received a diagnosis of BPD. We found a strong link between childhood trauma and BPD, which is particularly large when emotional abuse and neglect was involved. He adds, borderline is a slightly misleading term as it implies that this condition only has a mild impact. 
Far from that, BPD can be very distressing and difficult to treat. The term BPD was originally used to indicate mental health problems that were not a psychosis nor an anxiety or depressive disorder, but something in the middle, like borderline between psychosis and a depressive disorder. Another term used in modern times is emotionally unstable personality disorder. That's kind of long to say. That'd be E-U-P-D, UPT, UPT, which perhaps gives a clearer picture of the kind of problems typically described by these people. Yeah, emotionally unstable. We find these findings underline the importance of trauma-informed care for people accessing mental health services, where prevalence rates of BPD are high. But further research is needed to explore the complex factors that are likely to be involved, such as biology, experiences in later life, and psychological processes. Okay, so the takeaway here is try to avoid childhood trauma and I mean, I, I know that seems like a kind of a, 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 a an overly simplified, uh, re, reductive kind of uh, view of it, but try to prevent childhood trauma happening to your children. And look, emotional neglect, emotional abuse, that is, that is such like an umbrella term for so many things. What does that really mean? Yelling at your kids, telling your kids that they're a piece of crap, that they're worthless, berating them. Uh, emotional neglect could be not not nurturing them when they're when they're needing time or attention. I, I mean, of course, there's there's going to be radical examples of it, like tying your kid to their bed for the entire day. But I, I hope to think that most people don't do that. Most people don't do that at all. But uh, we need to protect we need to protect the children. And if you are an adult who had early childhood trauma, like I did. Uh, because of my morbid obesity and the, and the bullying, if, if you want to know what happened to me, go to the first uh, 20 episodes of Confessions of an Obese Child, the podcast. And, um, you know, definitely have to do the deep work. You have to go to therapy. You have to journal. You have to, you know, find ways to heal yourself. Because if you don't, this stuff's going to be manifested in other ways. If it's not BPD, it's going to be addictions or codependence, or um, just a a lifetime of depression, because it's sad that you had to deal with these types of early childhood trauma. But the fact is that it already happened to you. There's not much you can do in terms of going back into the past. You can try to address it with the people that did the trauma to you, and that might give you some closure and and help with the healing, but many times um, they're not going to be apologetic, or maybe they're dead. So what you have to do is twofold. So go get help, go get therapy, deal with the early childhood trauma, address it. Sometimes people like to suppress this kind of stuff and don't want to deal with it or they've suppressed it so deeply that you have to go to hypnosis or something like that to really get to it. But either way, you need to get to it and fix it. And then any of you have children, it is incumbent upon you to protect your children in all facets of their life, including emotional neglect, physical neglect, and certainly not sexual abuse. We've talked about in previous episodes about the stepfather effect and that how children that are not raised by their biological father, and we typically say biological father because most kids who are separated are going to be with their mother. So it's it's not common to be uh, being raised by your biological father and not have your biological mother. But So people who are not raised with their biological father, 
single mom, kids of single moms have a up to 40 times more likely chance of being physically or sexually abused, up to 50 times more likely chance to be killed, and up to 15 times more likely to be uh, a victim of an unintended, uh, unintended consequence or of an accident. So let's say falling down the stairs or drowning or something like this. And uh, they've done studies too where stepdads uh, will will give less affection, less less hugging, less playtime, will take the the non-biological kids to the doctor less and treat them differently than their own biological children. So, I mean, this is kind of important to know uh, women who are wanting to have children or if you're currently a stepmom. doesn't mean that the stepdad in your life is going to do harm to the child. But just having that, that kind of cavalcade of men and women I'm sorry, men going into the the life of the of the mom in and out, you know, the, the succession of boyfriends is not good because some of those boyfriends are going to have anger issues. Some of them are going to be groomers, and really they're just pedophiles and hebophiles looking for easy access to kids, which is horrible. Or some of them are going to be, you know, normal guys, but then they realize that they're raising another man's child, and then they, that might lead to anger, and then that leads to them to to abuse the kids. So just be aware of these stats and. If you have borderline personality disorder, of course, you need to get help for it. Go talk to a psychiatrist. But in general, my takeaway is because I think most people who are listening to this probably don't have BPD, is protect the kids. Just you got to protect the kids. We have to protect our children. I mean, we owe it to them to protect the kids. Guys, the website's Naturopathic Earth. Go check out all the articles, holistic articles, food recipes, and everything that we have there. Please sponsor and support that. If you want to help out with uh, with some money, there's a couple of ways you can do it. A passive way to do it is just go to the... The website and uh, go to the food recipes click on the amazon pictures and links and that takes you to amazon and anything that you buy within 24 hours we get a two percent commission at no expense to you you can also buy confessions of an obese child on amazon kindle and barnes and noble nook and revelations of a weight loss warrior which is the follow-up book which i hope to have out by december 1st of 2019 so you can go buy those you can support the enterprise by clicking on the paypal link and just donating five ten fifteen dollars once or monthly you can do that. And if you want some one-on-one counseling, if you want to talk to me on the phone, we can do that and talk about weight loss, weight tips, weight loss management tips, clean eating tips, intergender dynamics, uh, aromatherapy, whatever you want to talk about, sports. It's $1.66 a minute, and you determine the length of the call. So if you only want to talk for 15 minutes, that's fine. We have three podcasts in the Naturopathic Earth family. Go sponsor them and subscribe to all of them, please, and post an honest review. Of course, we have Holistic Health News, which is this one. And go check out the back episodes. Peruse the back episodes because uh, we've covered a lot in the last two and a half years. The Essential Oils and Herbal Apothecary is the other podcast. We just did one on citronella and coriander. We have about 40 oils that we've covered there. And then Confessions of an Obese Child, which is very applicable to this particular episode. There's over 50 episodes. And the first half deal with trauma that happened to me as a child. And then the second half are dealing with post-weight loss issues. So just because you've lost weight doesn't mean you're just, you know, one day you wake up and you're like, oh, I'm normal, I have normal eating, or I'm, I'm a normal-looking person. You still feel like you're a fat person in a skinnier person's body. And so it takes years to go through that. So we have, we have topics about that. I interview formerly overweight people as well. We talk about survivor guilt. We talk about the body positive movement and other issues like that. So go check those out and post an honest review. Until next time, take care. God bless. Bye.
Thank you for listening to NPE Radio and Holistic Health News. Visit our website at naturopathicearth.com. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Holistic News Now and at our Facebook page at Naturopathic Earth. Please consider a donation at patreon.com slash naturopathic earth. Buy the confessions of an obese child ebook on Amazon or Barnes & Noble Nook. Consider subscribing to our podcast. And as always, please post an honest review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to this. And remember, the core belief at NPE. Let food be thy medicine. Let nature be thy healer. Until next time. Music courtesy of Nine Inch Nails.